With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager. Yeah! From their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. If you're into entertainment, you can still bet on American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Be sure to use promo code PODCAST1 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your full access wagering solution. Wake up. Wake up. It's time to get in the zone. Zone. The Race Rat Podcast talks about everything and with anyone to help you grow your brand and business. Here's your host, Evan Shepard. Hello, everyone, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Race Rat Podcast. We got a really awesome episode in store for you today. Today, we have uh, Aaron. What was your last name? Patton. Patton. Aaron Patton. Uh, he is the host of the New Age Influencers Podcast and also uh, runs the New Age Mindsets Instagram account. Uh, I've checked out his show. He's got some really awesome stuff for content creators, so it's definitely going to be something you want to take a listen for if you haven't already. Uh, and Aaron, go ahead and talk to us a little bit about what exactly you do on your show and the whole purpose behind it. Sure. What's going on, Evan? Uh, happy to be on the show and happy to uh, be talking to uh, all of you guys. So my show, again, is called New Age Influencers. Uh, it's about talking to online entrepreneurs, social media influencers, um, and learning their stories and how they've gotten to where they are, how they're making a living, doing something different, uh, living differently, not not doing the regular nine to five grind, not doing the regular corporate grind, doing something they're more passionate about, something that they uh, feel is more purposeful for, for them and their own lifestyle. So I explore those journeys and then dilute it down into lessons back for the audience uh, to take away and uh, try to implement it in their own lives. Um, do you want me to get into my personal story? Or Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I'd love okay. to hear it. Sure. So yeah, um, again, my name is Aaron Patton. So I live in San Diego. I was in corporate software sales, um, doing that nine to five grind for about uh, six or seven years post college, uh, worked at about four or five different companies in the software sales space. I was a, a software enterprise rep, uh, not the company enterprise, but just a large market software sales rep. And uh, it was a good gig. I, I, I didn't have any complaints about any of the companies I worked for. Um, it was a it was a decent lifestyle, but at a certain point, when you get into your upper 20s, you kind of start evaluating certain things. And yeah. so I wanted to really take a step back and see if this is something I wanted to do full time and lifelong. Because if, and I realized that if I'm still doing this software sales gig and working for someone else in 10, 15, 20 years, I'm probably not going to be a very happy person because I won't have my own time or schedule and uh, I just won't be in full control. So I wanted to make a shift. Um, so I actually didn't really have too much of a plan. I, uh, I really just hopped out of the corporate grind uh, kind of on a whim. It was, it was the, the breaking point was I lost a big deal. Uh, they went with a competitor. And after that, it was, was going to be a really massive deal for me and my wallet. But since I lost that, I was really counting on that because I've been working it for three years. But um, after that happened, it was pretty devastating. And I'd already had an inkling that I was getting tired of this and I wanted to leave. So that was like the breaking point. And I just, I up and quit and which I don't recommend for you guys to do, um, especially uh, in today's day and age. I mean, it's very easy to, or it's not easy, but it's, uh, 
it's it's more apropos to, to build up a side hustle and build that up. And then when that income overtakes your regular full-time income, then you make the leap. But I did it the opposite. I just made the leap. Um, I kind of, I'm a person that likes risk. And uh, going off of that, I had a very serious hobby of playing poker. So I thought in my head, I was just going to play some poker in the meantime and and uh, try to support myself that way, get that freedom, uh, just mess around a little bit online and, and maybe figure out what I wanted to do. And uh, that that happened because I found out real quick that I do not want to spend six or seven days in a casino every day. It was pretty much just like replacing a laptop, like office setting with a casino setting, which is sometimes pretty damn depressing. So um, I, uh, I started the podcast uh, kind of on the backs of that because part of what really attracts me to the game of poker is that not only the risk and you can make money and, and all that if you're smart, but um, the fact that it brings a bunch of different people and a different bunch of different stories and backgrounds together in one place and playing one common game. And there's really no other place in the world that you can do that and, and experience that. So you can have like a, you can be playing with an, an old granny to your left. You can be playing with like a, a young Asian kid or like a VP of a corporate company, like all the same table is really interesting. And uh, I just really like learning about their backgrounds and just, you know, talking and shooting the shit with them as we're playing cards. Um, and then I just kind of, thought about it and uh i realized that i could use that love of, of learning people's stories into a more practical business setting with a podcast and apply it to social media so that's where we stand today i really just started out wanting to talk to cool people and learning how they're living out a lifestyle they enjoy and making money doing so so i just wanted to again learn with the audience and uh, it's been over a year now since i've been doing the podcast i've learned a whole lot and I told myself I was going to do the podcast for a year before I ever started to try to make any money with it, just because I wanted to build a foundation, wanted to make sure that it was the right thing for me. And uh, it is. So I'm starting to make some big moves here in 2020 and uh, really excited. And the, the audience has grown and we're all just kind of in it together, which I think is the most important thing to win online. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's really interesting. Um, I feel like you and I actually relate a lot on um a more personal level because I'm, I'm the same way. Obviously I'm younger. I'm only 19. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm in my second year of college and, uh, but I realized early on that I, you know, even though I was going to school to get an education and especially I really noticed it once I joined LinkedIn, how every, how so committed everybody is to getting that corporate nine to five job. And it really hit me probably about a year ago where um, I just realized, you know, through school and through, you know, working part-time to, you know, keep a roof over my head and support myself and all that sort of stuff. Um, I realized that like, that was not the ideal thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to use college more as a networking experience more than something that I felt I wanted to, um, you know, join a company. Right. When I joined LinkedIn, all I was seeing is just like, oh, you have a mutual connection. And it would say, oh, I just signed a contract with this company. I'm super excited, blah, 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 blah. And my only perspective from that was like, you just literally signed a contract to work in a cubicle for 40 hours a week. Is that something that you really want to be congratulated about? So it really hit me in those moments that that wasn't something that I wanted to aspire to. And I felt like so many, um, I felt like a lot of kids myself probably related to that, that were looking to more to go into a more business or entrepreneurial uh, space. So I decided to launch my own podcast because I was like, well, 
I feel like other people might feel this way and I can share my thoughts and they might agree with it. And, you know, obviously a podcast has business aspects to it as well. And it's really a great foundation to like, you know, get your name out there and build trust and credibility. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And uh, I commend you significantly for starting something like this so young. Um, if I had started in when I was 19, 20, 21, even like 23 or 24, then I'd be in such a different place today than I am now. I mean, I'm not saying I'm in a bad place. Everything happens for a reason. I don't really have yeah. any regrets. But uh, if I had started earlier, you know, if you start earlier doing something, you just make more progress since you have more time to accomplish. Uh, so that's really commendable. And I will say too that uh, for for younger kids, college kids, um, you know, it's, it's okay to go to a nine to five if you don't have any other option right now. But if that's not something you want long term, you need to at least be actively learning and figuring out ways to get out of that nine to five. Um, it's not to say like, you, you don't know, you don't want to ever take a job if you have a job opportunity. Like, no, you just have to be, you have to be self aware, and you have to be introspective and just understand, do I like working this nine to five and can I see myself working this kind of job for the rest of time? And some people, the answer is yes. And if that's yes, that's good for you. But if the answer is no, then you have to figure out certain ways to get out of that. And there's plenty of ways to do it um, with the most logical path being some type of online business. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the whole point. Like I, I just want my listeners, cause most of my listeners are between like 18 and 25 so we're right at that time where you either graduate high school, you're trying to figure out what to do. You graduate college, you're trying to figure out what to do. You just started working at a corporate job. You're trying to figure out what to do. Like it's in that area where people start realizing as they, you know, gain those new experiences, like, you know, if they like or dislike something and it's really the perfect time to really discover what you like and what you dislike. So like, it's really important just to like, you know, self-awareness like it's just kind of like understanding what you prefer like if you I have a, a friend of mine who like wants to be a nurse and when he graduates um, college he wants to go into the air force to be a pararescue nurse right mm -hmm. is that something that you know when I think of him I think of somebody who would enjoy you know working a nine-to-five job or at least working for somebody else because all those skills that you learn and the part that he likes about nursing is that something that he's going to be able to experience when he's behind a camera or on a web, you know, building a website, that stuff probably isn't fun for him. So I, I do want to make it clear, like you said, Aaron, just like, you know, being trying to build an online business or, you know, something like that, that's not for everybody, but it's pretty recognizable that it's something that you should do if you're somebody who, isn't interested in you know doing something that's that like a yeah and, and the shit's hard like it's yeah. not easy i mean it's i'm not going to sugarcoat after talking to uh you know an online entrepreneur almost every single week for over a year none of it was easy for any of them they all had to work consistently and work consistently for a long time on the front end and then eventually reap the rewards on the back end so that's how yeah. online business is way different than regular business and a lot of people think it's just going to be you post some stuff online and people are going to flock to you and they're just going to love your personality and get to you when that's not the case like if you build it it doesn't mean they're going to come like you have to actively promote yourself you have to be your own cheerleader for a long time i usually say about 90 to 95 percent of people if you're trying to do something online it's going to take at least two to five years on the front end to build something up where you can make a decent amount of money on the back end and have that opportunity for the 
ever increasing attainable passive income lifestyle. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, that's the thing. Most people just throw in the towel too quickly and it's like, you know, they see it. It's uh, a lot of people like, you know, they look at all these podcasts, you know, like Joe Rogan or whatever. And they say, Oh, this guy just talked about, you know, (laughs) what he talks about for, for 10 years. And now his podcast is worth a hundred million dollars. He's lucky, all this sort of stuff. And like every it's Joe Rogan was like a nine year overnight success. Like, I don't think people understand like how much effort you would put into on the front end, like you were saying, and how consistent you have to be on a regular basis. Like if you were to, you know, somehow get lost in the jungle because your plane went down for a month, then your podcast would be basically irrelevant by the time you came back. It's just a constant effort of just consistent posting, social media episodes, marketing yourself, interacting with other people. I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I just... uh Yesterday, I posted a, a post on the New Age Mindsets account about screen time and how it's just it, yeah. so ridiculous. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's important because we spend a lot of time on our phones, especially online business people. But uh, you can be really consumed by that, um, even if you don't have an online business. Like if you're spending hours and hours every day on your phone and you're not using it intentionally and you're not using it for something good or networking or to learn something new, if you're just consuming bullshit videos and you know instagram models which i'm not saying that's horrible like we all do that to some respect but (laughs) uh you know if you're doing all of that and none of the learning and none of the positive stuff then you really need to check yourself because social media is now more than ever not just a personal tool it should be used as a business and online networking tool and if you're not using it that way even if you have a nine to five if you're not using it in your domain in your industry in your niche then you're leaving a lot on the table. So just really, really get clear on that and just also have some schedules in place for, for your own life um, and, and how to use it most effectively and not be spending every waking hour on the phone. Exactly. So uh, Aaron, is your, is your podcast like, do you have, is that your like online income or do you have like other streams of income that you generate? Yeah, great question. So uh, when I, you know, so I was working in corporate software sales for a decent amount of time. I was making a pretty good living, you know, six, low six figures. Yeah. And um, I, again, I gave it all up. So I gave up that steady stream of income, gave up the paycheck. And what I actually did was I, I did it opposite too, is where after I left my job, I bought a place. So that's also not recommended. <laughs> but I, but I, I bought a condo in downtown San Diego. And then I just wanted to, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just know I was going to play some poker here and there. Uh, I really wanted to travel. So I started Airbnb out my place that I bought to cover just the basic costs and make maybe just a little extra income on the side. So my bank account was definitely not going up um, the first year I quit. I, and I knew that and I had savings going in. So I was okay. But I, I traveled cheaply. I went to I did like a three month Euro trip uh, awesome. to 15 countries and I was podcasting as I was traveling. I actually let social media followers, which is, you know, not some, not some grand following, but just like maybe 30 or 40 comments on every post voting where I would go next. So I actually didn't know where the hell I was going to go. I let them vote between four options in opposite directions. And I did that like six times. So I, uh, I let the audience dictate my travels, which was amazing. Awesome. It was, it was just an amazing experience. Um, so I did that. I was traveling, just doing a lot of figuring stuff out. Um, and then this past year, uh, I've been doing some consulting on the side here and there. Uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. I definitely am not making a bunch of money, but I, I told myself that I this is all foundational building, and I've had enough savings and uh, 
a support system to be able to continue to do this without having to go back to the nine to five grind. And so this next year in 2020, uh, I'm going to be getting real serious about actually implementing some some bigger income streams to uh, to make more money because uh, it's it's definitely going downhill as far as my bank account. But I know it's pretty much all an investment, so that's why I'm not too worried. I know that I'm going to be doing this for a long time, so I think that's the that's the mindset that you have to have going into that. Um, but again, I would not recommend just quitting your job. Again, I have a lot of I'm partial to risk. I really in, I really enjoy risk. Um, I just say jokingly a lot to some friends is like, I'm going to see how far down I can get my net worth so I can just build it back up again, which is not a good mindset to have. But uh, I'm the type of person where it doesn't affect me too much. Uh, but you have to figure out what's good for you. I, I would recommend, though, if you're starting an online business, just to do it on the side. And then once you are making a semi good income and you have some good savings, then take the leap of faith and quit your job. Don't do it opposite. But uh, we're all different. So it just depends on who you are. You know, you know, what's amazing to me is I can just, you can just see or not see, but like, you can hear like how much like faith you have in that. And it's, it's really, it's really impressive. Like, you know, you quit, you quit that six figure job, which a lot of people and I like 99% of people would never do because they idolize that lifestyle and that, you know, whole pay structure. And then you decided to travel the world, let your Instagram followers dictate where you're going to go. Like it's, it's, very interesting how you know how you kind of go with the flow and how you're never worried about things not working out and I really think that's like reveals a lot about you and about what you're trying to do because you know that's that's the foundation for trying to start an online business or doing your podcast or anything like that yeah I appreciate it uh thank you and uh yeah it's kind of like going all in in poker I'm going all in on this and in the back of my mind, if it if it doesn't work out or if it takes longer to monetize, it doesn't go like I expect it to go. And it's definitely not going to go like I expect it to go. There's always going to be things that are going to be moving and you're going to have to make pivots and shifts. But I can, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I can always get a job, especially with what I've done with the podcast. Like I don't, I'm not necessarily going to get a job if I had to in another software sales job, but I can easily get a job just based off the online reputation for a social media agency or just working for, I don't know, one of the influencers I've in, I've interviewed, like I have all these connections now. So I'm not worried about that. If I, if I get to ground zero and I have no money and it's like, get a job or be homeless, like I'll be able to get a job. So <laughs> that's why it's yeah, like, honestly. Uh, not too much of a worry, but I'm not at that point yet. Knock on wood, um, where we're starting some things next year. So hopefully uh, we'll be, we'll be building back up here pretty soon. Yeah. That sounds pretty exciting. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, most of my audience is like, you know, younger between 18 and 25. Um, what sort of mistakes did you make during that age that like you would share to the audience, uh, give some advice on and wish things that you kind of wish you did a little bit differently, if that yeah. makes sense? No, yeah, uh, very, I have a very easy answer for that. It's actually take some time to think long term because the party lifestyle is not just going to last forever and you're not going to be able to do that forever. Some, or maybe some of you can, but all I was doing in my early twenties, mid twenties was working at a nine to five, just trying to make the most money possible in their weekday, hating Mondays, and then just partying my face off on the, on the weekends, having a great time with friends. Like don't get me <laughs> wrong. I have, I had a very, very fun twenties and uh, I don't regret any of it because it led me to this point. But if I had to tell myself something back that I would just tell my younger self to start thinking long-term, start reading some books about personal development sooner, 
start consuming positive Instagram accounts or YouTube videos or, or podcasts just to learn and just try to experiment more and figure out what I might want to do long-term on the side. Like you don't have to give up the, the parties or the girls or friends or hanging out or any of that, but just make some time, maybe like 20% of your time to trying to better yourself on the side. Not just not all the fun, just have a little bit of work ethic <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, that's what I would say, because the sooner you start thinking about these things, these things consciously, then the sooner you can start taking action and start figuring out what you want to do. And the sooner you start figuring out what you want to do or figuring out what you don't want to do, then the sooner you'll find your exact path for what you want to do long term. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there's always the most confusing thing for me when I was trying to like, you know, read up on on the best ways to approach things is there was just so much polarity when it came to like, you know, how to approach building, you know, something for yourself. There was dozens of people that said you need to work six hours a day and or 16 hours a day and never take a, never take a break. And then there were dozens of people that said you need to work two hours a day, but do a massive amount two hours a day. And it was like really confusing because I was like, Oh, who do I listen to? Like, you know, what's the best option? And what I've come to realize is the best option is just figuring out what works best for you. I personally, like I work usually pretty hard um, on the days uh, that I know I don't have too much like going on. I'll uh, stay up late, make sure I, you know, get the stuff done that I need to get done. But then come time for like the weekend and stuff. I also make time to, you know, for my friends and my family and everything like that. Um, but I think the biggest issue is just like a lack of patience, especially with my generation. You know, we've grown up with every single ounce of knowledge at our fingertips and anything that right. we could ever order to our door in two days. And it's just like so many people don't recognize that, like, you know, if you are going to go out and, you know, party four days a week, then it's probably going to take longer than if you were to do it twice a week. And it's probably going to take a lot longer than you would expect. Like most people think they're going to launch a business and they're going to be out of their job in six months. They find themselves six months later, you know, having to go through the grind of it and making slow process, like making it very slow progress. And oftentimes I feel like people throw in the towel because they don't see the progress that they like and the amount of time that they spent on it. Yeah, exactly. And you hit it right on the head is you have to do what you can do like for your own pace and your own lifestyle if you can dedicate four or five hours a day to trying to build something on your own hell yeah do that but if you can only dedicate one hour that's fine too all that matters is that you are taking action consistently or consistently learning and trying like that's all that matters it's not like you should try for a month straight at something really hard and then take a month off to party uh, no just do a balance of both and make sure you're doing something consistently build up those habits so that you can find something. And the other really, really important thing is that if you do find something that you think you like and you want to commit to it, make sure that you have fun doing it. If you do not have fun posting about it, if you are not having fun talking about it, if you're not having fun just engaging and telling other people what you're doing, then you probably shouldn't do it. Uh, so many people, especially in your generation, they see the like the uh, all these people who've made it, they see yeah. people's chapters 20, 20 and 25 with yachts or boats or girls or whatever. And they think that they just need to do what those people tell them. And, and, and that's fine. You can, but you still have to put in a lot of work and effort. 
And if you don't have a good time doing it, then you're not going to stick to it. So the people that are like, I want to start a social media agency. Well, you know, motherfucker, are you going to enjoy <laughs> doing social media stuff like for other people on your own time? Like, are you going to enjoy posting or, or building up a team to post for other people's brands to get them exposure? Like, is that something you want to do? And if it's no, if you just want to do a social media marketing agency because Ty Lopez told you to do it, like that's not a good reason. You need to do it because you like doing it. And that's why online business building in a specific niche that you care about is probably the best thing that you can do. Because like Gary Vee always says, like you can make fucking $90,000 a year talking about damn peanut butter if you want, (laughs) if that's what you're all about, (laughs) as opposed to making, you know, six figures doing a boring ass accounting job. And that's the whole point of the game. Like the whole point of the game is to make sure you find something that is happy and fulfilling for you. And so that you can keep at it because it's going to be a long journey. Steve Jobs said, if you don't have passion for what you're doing, you're going to quit because you're a sane human being. You know, no sane human being is going to continue doing something that's not working if they don't like it. So that's why it's really important. Um, I think that people say that, oh, follow your passion or whatever sometimes is like bullshit. Well, yeah, if you're going to go broke following your passion, yeah, don't do that. But you need to have passion and you need to have fun doing what you're doing in order to make it work long term. If not, you're just going to burn out. Exactly. And I mean, like, I I think so many people, I'm fortunate enough to like realize that like, I wanted to build a podcast. I'm fortunate enough to realize that, that at 19, because my entire year and me being 18 year old, years old, that, that entire year, I was trying to figure out, okay, what the hell do I want to do? I tried e-commerce. I tried flipping stuff. I tried <laughs> yeah. trading stocks. I tried trading cryptocurrency. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it, it hurt my bank account a bit, you know, just trying to figure out what I liked. But eventually, as I weeded the things out that I liked and I didn't like, I came across the thing that when I work on something for a few hours a day and dedicate a lot of time to it and don't make any money off of it, I still love doing it. And when I I realized that that was the podcast, then that's something that I decided to dedicate a lot of my time and effort into because, like you said, you have to find something that you're just obsessed with. And something that you're going to, you know, continue to work hard for, because if it's something that isn't emotionally compelling to you, then when you face obstacles or you face things that are difficult to deal with, there's not emotional, there's not enough emotion to persevere through it. It's a much easier to quit when you're not as attached to the idea of working through it and, you know, getting the outcome that comes with being persistent with it. Absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm biased as are you, but I just think that podcasting is like the greatest hack in society at, at this point in time right now, because you can start a podcast about anything and you have the resources, meaning Instagram DMs to re- reach out to anyone in any space and ask them for some of their time. And if you say that you have a podcast to amplify their message, they will be a hundred thousand million times more likely to talk with you and give you some of their time than if you just say, Hey, can I pick your brain for an hour? Like most people would not just give a random stranger an hour of their time. But if you say, I have a podcast and I want to put your message out there in an evergreen manner where people in the future can listen to you and go back and and hear you and build up your brand as well as build up their brand. It's just a win, win, win for everyone. It's a win for you. It's a win for the guest and it's a win for the audience because you're all learning together and you're all bettering each other. 
and uh, it's just a collaboration effort. So it's just, I'm so big on podcasting specifically and you don't need a lot of money to start a podcast and not you can also all. do a podcast in your damn underwear. So like, it's not as much pressure I am right as now. A YouTube. Yeah, there you go. So it's not <laughs> as much pressure as a YouTube channel or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's it, for me, a lot of people, like when I first started my podcast gave me like a ton of criticism and I've realized like, as I progress, like, first of all, hardly anybody ever says no to a podcast. Like you said before, like, it's literally like a win, win, win. Uh, number two, the amount of people that I meet just by introduce, like saying that I, you know, I like their content. I'd love to have them on an episode. I mean, I, I hardly get a no. One of my favorite, like one of the entrepreneurs that I look up to the most is Brad Lee. Um, I don't know if you know who he is, but he's, he's sort of growing his um, social media account. He does like virtual sales training. Like he's a sales guy. Oh, I had, I had him on two weeks ago. So exactly. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> me, I like look up to, I like look up to him a lot. He's super cool and everything and really funny. So I was like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to try to message him. Maybe he won't respond. Maybe he will. I'm going to try to have him on my show. And I shot him a message, you know, saying like, I really like your stuff. I'd love, this is my audience. I'd love to have you on, blah, blah, blah. And I got a DM in five minutes that said, sure. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, for being a 19 year old kid meeting with a guy that has a business that large with that much experience. And like you said, I get to pick his brain and literally ask him the questions that I want to ask that. And it actually helps him grow his own brand and his own business. I mean, it's incredible. It's like the most incredible networking knowledge experience like ever that is in existence in our world today. It, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned Bradley because I, I literally just had him on my show, I think two or three weeks ago. And, he, and he's one. a funny guy. He's a funny ass guy. And I really uh, re liked him. And I met him at one of the conferences I went to in Vegas, uh, like eight or nine months ago. Um, and he's yeah, he's he's fantastic. And I followed up with him actually, probably like, um, for six months. So he said yes to me immediately, but then it didn't, it didn't, uh, I wasn't able to get him on for another six months. It took me like 12 follow-ups. So oh, if wow. you can do it sooner, then I commend you so much. He's, he's, a, he's a busy guy. Yeah, yeah I, we'll I believe see. in you. But uh, that's the point. It doesn't matter. Like as long as you, if someone says yes, like, okay, you have a reason to follow up with them consistently. Like don't get frustrated if they can't give you time, you know, ex you know, successful and busy, and busy people, they don't have a lot of time, but they're willing to do things. You just have to keep at them. Like it's your responsibility to keep on them if they agree. And uh, it will happen eventually. It just may happen later than you, you actually think. But uh, yeah, Brad Lee is one of the funniest slash best advice givers out there on Instagram. I really enjoy his stuff. Yeah, me too. Awesome. Uh, any, any other pieces of advice that you'd have for like um, my younger audience, my you know teenagers young adults who you know are trying to build something for themselves whether it's through content whether it's their own online business maybe it's both uh what piece of advice throughout your experience would you feel that mo helped you the most uh to get you to where you are today all right advice for gen z let's see what we got here um so the first piece of advice I would say is clean up your guys's damn news feed. Like you don't need to be following fucking like 500 Instagram models, follow a couple of your favorites. Okay. Just, just make sure that like your news feed is, is combined of positive accounts that will help you and positive mentors that you think you possibly want to emulate in your, in your own life. Like that's the other thing. 
go really hard on about, you know, two, three, four mentors. Don't just like listen to everybody's advice for everything because there's just so much clutter out there. There's so much noise. There's so many people doing a bunch of different things. And yeah, there's a million ways to make money. But for you and what you want, follow someone that you think you want to emulate. So if you think that you want to be, uh, you know, a, a family person, like um, with a successful financial stock background or something like follow those guys. Like if you think that you want to be um, a single blog traveler with, with, and put off the family life for a while, uh, follow some of those people. Like, and granted you're young, you don't really know, like your progression is a moving target. Like you don't know exactly what you want. No one does. I mean, I don't know exactly what I want. Everyone's progression and maturity is, is a moving target. We're just trying to do the best we can with what we have and our thoughts at this point. But for, for you guys out there, it starts with the phone because that's where you spend a shit ton of your attention and time. And if you're just consuming garbage day in and day out, then your mind is just going to become garbage. Therefore, your life is going to become garbage. So make sure that you actually put some positive reinforcements and positive accounts into your newsfeed. That would be the first step. And then other than that, I would just start trying a bunch of different things. Like Gary Vee always says, just taste a bunch of different shit because you're not going to know what you don't like until you try it. And you're not going to know what you like until you try it. And people who say that, oh, I, I know myself. I think I have, I know I have these interests, these interests or these hobbies is like, well, do you really like, unless you actually start consistently talking about something and posting about something on a regular basis, you're not truly going to know. Like you don't, you don't actually know the second, third, fourth, fifth steps until you take the first step. Um, and clarity comes from action. So just continuously make mistakes, take imperfect action, and uh, make, don't be afraid to, and don't be afraid of judgment of your peers. Because if you're starting to take action and screwing up and people are making fun of you, that's fine. You can make fun of them in 10 years when they're doing the same shit and you're where you want to be because you had the balls to take some action. So uh, that's what I would say. Clean up your news feed. Make sure you're following the right people and just taking perfect action. That's solid advice right there. I think that's a perfect uh, end of the show. Perfect. Appreciate you having me on, Evan. Yeah, and, thank uh, you, Aaron. Gave a lot of uh, great advice for my audience, and I think my audience would really go well with yours. So make sure you guys go check out um, the New Age Influencers podcast with Aaron uh, and listen to his episodes. I'm definitely going to be listening to one with Bradley when I go to the gym right after this. <laughs> <laughs> the ending of the episode with Bradley is one of the funniest endings I've ever had uh, for an interview. So when you listen, you'll see why. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll definitely, I'll definitely let you know what I think of it. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Evan. All right, cool. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening to another kick-ass episode of the Race Rat Podcast. Make sure to leave an awesome review and follow us on social media if you enjoyed. Now get off your phone because it's time to work.